My guitar's ruined. Oh, well, you see, there's always a silver lining. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kayton Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We overanalyze recent episodes of the Aussie soap Neighbors. We're the original and the best. And we are based in the Pirate Net Studios, which today are located at the Lassiter's Penthouse, I gotta say. The Pod Squad is back together. I'm Vaya. Kate's here. I'm here. Who else is here? CJ. CJ, you're good. You're back. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. Nick. Yeah, I'm missing organs, but I'm I'm doing good. Perfect. You, you've got no goal. I've got no goal. And return guest, the fabulous Adam Richard, trademark, oh. is oh. here. Hello, chicken. <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet now because later on I'll be sh- shouting at the top of my lungs. Now the most breaking re- your eardrums. <laughs> the most recent visit we had with Adam was on one of our Buddy Watch episodes, which is now on uh, patreoncom slash pod. If you join up at Dr. Carl level or above. Dr. Yeah, he's at <laughs> two American dollars, which is extremely generous. Oh yes, for Carl. Yeah, I'm not sure Carl Carl would you know drop that out. No, but Susan probably did it on his account or something. Yeah. Probably. Adam, what did we analyze at Christmas time? Uh, we watched uh, Mariah Carey's feature film directorial debut because she has directed film clips before. They're only like five minutes, uh, and it was a very beautiful. Christmas movie starring Lacey Chabert. And Mariah Carey's lighting team. Oh, man. I'm sure she filmed everyone else on green screen and she was just, like, shipped in <laughs> at some point. I think she directed it from remote. What's that movie called? Uh, a Christmas Melody. Oh. Yes. Because mm-hmm. so, she's a singer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, perfect pitch, I believe. Oh, I, and she does have perfect pitch. Yeah. And if you <laughs> just keyword search Buddy Watch on Patreon, on our feed, and you'll find the episode. Yes. I am thrilled. The, and the reason we I thought this week might be suited to Adam mm-hmm. is because you are an entertainment reporter of... Uh, of well, I used to be yeah, was, in an old life. <laughs> Once uh, upon a time. Now you but are that's, my that's, work husband. Yeah. That's, that's perfect because we've got some blasts from the past this week. Well, yes. Yes, I, I've i watched it. And uh, <laughs> I was neither blasted nor past it. <laughs> there were some that were past it. There was a lot of past it. <laughs> so Adam was last on Neighbours itself when KB was last on as well. Yes. Last week's guest, who's my live-in lover. Your common-law wife. <laughs> and... <laughs> Adam and KB and I are also in a work thruple. Well, we were, but then you went off with the other thruple no, the other day that, and abandoned me and KB. No, KB went off with Kate and Rob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Our office is like Erinsborough itself. Multi-incestual yeah. triangles wherever you turn. Okay, Adam, so who's Vaya in terms of Ramsey Street and who are you? In terms of Ramsey Street, yeah. uh, Vaya is the inaugural winner of Australia's Got Talent when she was 12 years old. <laughs> Oh, does that make KB Millsy? Yes. Oh, and that, we touched on that last week, didn't we? And that makes me the most boring bachelor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love Bachelor Tim. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my I God. I mean, like you've seen him, right? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> him. Now, is this... Sorry, I, I must have been confused because the last time I did this show, you watched the show with the sound up. Because the only way you can enjoy Bachelor Tim is if you have no concept that he is speaking any dialogue <laughs> at all. Adam's also here because we're probably heading straight to Wrongtown, I think. Oh, are we? I live over there. I don't want to spend all okay, my time. Okay, well, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I try well, to be polite when I'm in mixed company. So are we taking a slow boat to Wrongtown then? <laughs> yeah. I'll, so. I'll end up there. <laughs> um, well, Neighbours Council business this week is going to be very brief. Business again. Because I just wanted to do a very sincere thank you to all our patrons, 65 of you at the moment. Amazing. Recent shout out to DJY, David James Young, friend of the show, who just joined up at to rage level. Wow. All the trimmings. Yep. He's a long term listener, and you should have a listen to his podcast, which is All My Friends Are in Bar Bands. Oh. And he does a chat with one Rob Millsy Mills as well. Oh. 
Oh, Rob Millsy Mills. Um, but oh. in, in particular, I just had an annoying week showbusiness-wise in terms of showbiz rejections and I really was just like having this moment this week going, nobody likes me, nobody cares who I am. Oh. And then I, every day I would just open the Patreon app and just look at the number 65 and just bring myself back to earth. Yeah, because if you're wondering if anybody likes you, yeah. definitely 65 people do. Yeah, it's just, you just put a number you on that bad boy. You just four more people and you can really have a giggle. <laughs> Oh, that, okay, oh. so that is our next goal. So, oh, sorry, people. I'm, in, okay. uh, I'm in wrong town. Adam, right. Adam <laughs> do you know what, our, um, what we're going to do when we hit 100 Patreons? What? We're going to recreate the Neighbours Night. What? I didn't know we'd landed on that. What's the Neighbours Night? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> well, remember they, did a, they used to do Neighbours Trivia in St Kilda somewhere. Oh, yes. That's actually brilliant, Kate. Yeah, that's, yeah. My, I, that's when I used to hang out with Madeline West. She used to go there every couple of weeks to have... You An know, ego boost. very, very drunk backpackers pour her breasts. It was a very not me too time. Would, would you be prepared to come along to our neighbours night eventually, in, a couple of years down the line when Saint, it happens? In, in the terrible backpackers pubs in St Kilda? Possibly. Or, yeah, yeah, sure. A C- couple of years. People are mad for it. We'll be doing this by Christmas, mate. <laughs> but we're probably going to have to you, telecast it online too. Yeah. You may get your breasts groped by I'm, a backpacker. Look, I'm going to come dressed as Mads. Awesome. Which one? Fake yeah. D or real D? Oh, that's right. She's got several characters. <gasps> you, could do, you could just go, what was that musical with the... <laughs> Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria. No, what I'm going to come as is the clapped out uh, Corolla that she went over the cliff in. Perfect. <laughs> CJ, the correct make. It's a Holden. I think it was a oh. BB. Or maybe VH, I think. We've, VH yeah. Commodore. I think really? it was a BB. Yeah. So, we now will discuss the Live at Lasseter's with an at sign music festival. Yes. Here's the lineup, right? Obviously, we have the aforementioned inaugural winner of Australia's Got Talent. Bonnie Anderson in her role as amateur singer, B. Mm. Nilsson, who's just turned pro. She used to just busk on the streets. She did an absolute banger of a song this time. It was as well. a great song. This is her best one yet. It was gorgeous. Well, well it was a half a song. Let's give, that's Well, and I a mean, lot of production. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, she did the whole song. They just cut around it. That's yes, true. Yes. Uh, it was called... We, you are. It, it had the most ubiquitous title of any it song ever written. It should have been called Perfect. Written. It should have been called Perfect because I only remember the word Perfect. I just thought it was amazing because she was late for a set. She was basically the Lindsay Lohan because of the bit of Lindsay Lohan gossip going on in Melbourne. Oh, there is. Um, she was late for a gig, got there, went on stage, did half a song, and then left. And like blew everyone away and got her big break. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, speaking of big breaks, when Rob Millsy Mills was talking to her about her being late, he said, You've got 30 seconds <gasps> to get to your bit. And I'm like, how close is the hospital to Lasseter's? Oh, very close. <laughs> but also, what kind of watch has he got where he's been able to like pinpoint the 30, 30 seconds? 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, if you don't leave in 30 seconds, you're going to miss your big break. Yeah. And she just had to hang around and see if Susan was really, really... Dead. Yeah, unconscious. <laughs> Susan is unkillable. Yeah, no, mm. I know. Do you know who else is on the lineup but didn't mm. get a credit? Susan was really keen to see them. She'd marked them off in her planner. Yes. Mm. The Living End. Yes, right. I know. Mal, we Mal was a fan. We didn't see them. I didn't see them. No. They didn't want to pay for them. No. no. But they were there because Susan was oh, ready. Oh, Susan was ready for Susan them. Susan yes. is into the living end. She loves a great big double bass. Yeah, fair enough, fair Just, enough, fair enough. <laughs> especially when you've got Carl around the house with his terrible yeah. acoustic guitar, which, by the way, primo comedy timing. <laughs> R.I.P. <from> Susan. <laughs> Say it. Well, you know. There was a silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> With the guitar to the head. Perfect. Oh, I love I love that she's she's been knocked unconscious, but she's excited that she doesn't have to listen to Carl strum it anymore. <laughs> we have Jess Glynn, who everyone was excited about, even though she's kind of a newcomer on the scene. Well, okay. she's foreign. Can I can I confess something here? Yes. I'd never heard of her. No, no, no. But, but then so then I was like, yeah, gone on to Google and then I was like, oh, those songs and there was two of her songs that I knew mm. that feel like I used to when I was in uni I worked in a Jackie E store which <laughs> is a, an, a, a ladies fashion store <laughs> yes, from like you know, 30s to 40s kind of women yeah. um, it feels like a Jackie E song that we would have played yes. there yeah 
The June Rats. Oh, I oh. loved the June Rats. Oh, I don't remember that. Is that, I don't know is that the that guy is? who did the scissor kick? The surfy band that Toadie and Millsy were trying to secure some funding from. The, right, okay. The June Rats, I suspect, um, are very affordable because they cracked out two of their songs. <laughs> Cavalcade, Dallas Frasca. Yep, Dallas Frasca. She played a gig inside the waterhole. Was she the one? Was was she the one that just looked like she'd popped on some clothes to go to the shops? She's wearing a, a bit, denim jacket. A little bit Chrissy Amphlett. There was one that just had a denim jacket on, and I thought, you know, you're doing a concert at a festival. <laughs> Put on your nice red dress yeah, like they did. Yeah, exactly. Don't just look like you're going down to the Westfield. You pick up some chips. Westfield's like, going to become very relevant momentarily. Oh, okay. We've got Kylie Aldist. I love Kylie Aldist. I was very excited to see her there. She would sing at the opening of A Can of Tuna, bless her. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, As would Zoe Badwee with her DJ set. Oh. I performed once with Zoe Badwee. She was delightful. We performed together at Gay Days, which is a thing they have in Brisbane. They block off a street. Performing also that night was Crystal Waters. Oh. Who I 100% think, pure love. Yeah, she sang that four <gasps> times at oh. least. <laughs> That's what you Why want, though. Yeah. If you bring me someone from the 90s, yeah. I want to hear their hit multiple times. Oh, yes. And, yeah, very we, relevant. Because, we did not yeah. get that. And <laughs> because I went to the best of the 90s a couple of years ago and Hadaway opened and closed his set with What is Love? <gasps> oh, Two yeah. uproarious applause. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Like the time I saw Banana Rama and they sang Venus at the beginning and at yeah, the end. bookend it, mate. And then again as an encore. Thank you. You <laughs> know their stuff. I would be there doing the emoji tears of joy going, this is what I yeah. paid for. Yeah. yeah. We have, speaking of the crystals, Crystal Cities were on the bill. and Which, which one were they? Unclear. And <laughs> and the guy that gave B her big break manages King Calloway. Who's King Calloway? Oh, which I Googled. It was a country band, I think. Oh. That's a good, oh. good sound for B. No, there was a country band. Look, it's a lot. Anyway, they're going on tour in the UK and they've invited... Oh, no, invited... I remember the country band. I said, who is the country and Western affordable yeah. Adele? Yeah. Ah. Yes. Well, that... Seems perfect. <laughs> They're touring and B's been invited to join them because that's life's oh, yeah, that go. easy. Yeah, go you away, know? B. If, if this was real life, B would be in her late 30s, just, you know, schlepping around the pubs. Is trying she in to... her late 30s? No, she's That like... does not explain her skin. No, she's early 20s. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, the Marquee Act, Hanson. How? How in Erinsborough did they get Hanson? Well, I think. I, I don't know if you noticed, but they weren't actually on the main stage <laughs> at any point. Yeah. They were in a cafe to playing to two people. Actually, I do recall in 1997 they played Cheltenham. <gasps> so so I'm guessing Aaron's Barrow is not that much One difference. night in Cheltenham and the world's <laughs> your oyster. <laughs> now, Dr. Kathy, friend of the show, attended the concert that I believe Amy Williams attended, mm-hmm. which was when they played... Westfield Southland. Oh, that was the Cheltenham one. Not at Chadston. Not Chadston. No. no. And uh, not what's the one where old Doncaster they have the Shopping Town Hotel. No, that's <laughs> Belinda Carlisle did a gig there. Um, that's where you go and see Pseudo Echo there. Yes, I think. Yes. <laughs> they had to relocate to the car park because the crowd was so big they couldn't fit in the shops. Oh, that is spectacular. So I think that Pierce has just paid for it all. Yeah. Because he wanted a, he wanted a festival. And also, like, um, Chloe, massive Hanson fan. Who didn't get to see them. Um, look, this is my biggest issue with this entire scenario, was sitting there saying, oh, this is my favourite song, while old mate is having a chat right in her yeah. ear. If that was me at a Mariah Carey concert, I can guarantee you I would have pushed you down a flight of stairs and gone, she's singing Don't Forget About Us. She never sings this in concert. She's only singing it now in Sydney. Get out of my face. I I I would have grabbed his arm and I would have dug all my fingernails into it and hissed, shut the fuck up. Oh, (laughs) food's here. It sings in me. How do you reckon? At the 90s night I mentioned before, I was there to see Jenny from Ace of Base. Oh. And it was the greatest night of my life. And how many times did you hear the sign? Well, she did a complete set of, like, she she did a few hits and had a few. Did she sing some of her own individual She did one of her own. Toilet break time. And a cover of an ABBA song, I think, which was incredible. Oh, that's good. You know what would have been great if she was sensible is she would have sung Frida's I Know There's Something Going On. I know there's something going on. (laughs) 
Adam's just angling to get the outro song, but he's not going to get it. <laughs> so Hanson, mm. now Chloe was beside herself when she, Chloe Brennan. She as, wasn't beside herself. She was listening to every word that man said and not watching the band. No, no, that's Amy. All. Oh, that's Amy. Sorry, two episodes ago, confused. Chloe booked Hanson. Right. I think she did book them two episodes ago. And she said she was the vice president of the Hanson fan club, Fanson. Yeah. And so she was really excited to see them. Where was she at the festival? She was there to do the staff briefing at 9am and then I never saw her again. The staff briefing at 9am where she was uh, had to wait half an hour after each statement for Bachelor Tim to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I am a guest and my opinions do not reflect those of the wider community of neighbours. I... Met people at the Logies and was blinded by how they look, yeah. and I'm no longer able to continue and with opinions anymore. Oh, it's like is it is. It is hard when you yeah when someone's attractive. I don't want to derail anything while we're talking. But while we're talking about acting, um, has anyone who works on this show explained to Rob Millsy Mills that he is not currently in a musical, and that I don't need to see his facial expressions from the back of the dress circle? <laughs> The camera not, is right there. Not one word against Millsy because he's our pseudo podcast boyfriend. I think. <laughs> and well, he is a delight as a is, human being. Yes, yeah, but is. it's been a while between drinks for him in performing on television. But also, and he's forgotten. <laughs> but also, he's playing a nineteen-year-old, or he's playing a. a Thirty-year-old with amnesia, retrograde amnesia. He thinks he's nineteen. So there's a lot going Has on. Has anyone explained that to him that he's not nineteen? Yes, he he's aware of that, but he still thinks he is. Oh, okay. But I was thinking this week because he got all quite stubbly this week yes, as well, it was and quite sexy. Imagine being like nineteen and growing like white stubble. Wouldn't that be alarming? That would be confusing. Um, can someone also explain to me what is going on with the creepy stalker guy and the glasses? I did not understand oh, that yeah. plot at all. No. Well, well, it's okay. One of the characters did a murder tour of Ramsey Street, which was amazing. Brilliant, brilliant concept. Right. Because Millsy was on the tour because he's a former chemical terrorist. Yes, that's right. And one of the one of the stalker fans got a little too into it. Uh, yeah, she pointed out the house that they live in and he decided to come back for a second look and actually break into the house. Right. Because I was like, what is he live streaming? Who is he live streaming to? So there's. There's some weird hardcore Facebook group of lunatic fans well, who think it's American Horror Story. Realistically, looking at this situation outside of the, the neighbours' goggles here, wouldn't you think it's a miscarriage of justice that this guy who nearly killed hundreds of school students mm. is now just back living on the street? Just because he can't remember? Yeah. I, I'm impressed with Weird Guy because to live stream, you've got to have a few fans. Yeah. Yes. And because, you know, I've gone live to three people and it's sad. Yeah. He's obviously not doing that. Yeah. So good on him. Yeah. He's found a niche and he's doing well at it. True crime, mate. That's, yeah. that's where it's at. But he's found like Erinsborough chemical terrorist with amnesia. Like that's quite the niche, yeah. right? And he's doing good. Well done, Alfie. Yeah. I was like, so is Millsy playing himself? And this is a deranged fan of... Musical theatre. No, it's a crime who fan. Who has been to several renditions of Legally Blonde and was just like, I just can't get enough. And Which Lucy Drew coming? Now, this is it. I like this story. Speaking of which, Adam, did you pick mm-hmm. who was in Monday's episode? Who was a colleague of Millsy and Lucy Durax on Wicked? No, I probably had turned away. It was the very sassy parent, Angela Lane. Played oh. by Amanda Harrison. I love Amanda Harrison. Oh, yeah, I tuned out on all the parenting business. <laughs> she's, she's homophobic on, yeah. in Erinsborough. So she's no good. But yeah. Amanda was great. Oh, Amanda Harrison, who told me once on Twitter that um, she couldn't be a witch anymore because she, like a year after she finished performing, there was still green in her ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that alphabet roll's tough. That's yeah. You you have green in places you didn't know no, I it know. could go. Yes, I didn't even put it on my lab yet. How did it get there? <laughs> Adam just Adam just likes to walk people through the joke. Just, in case anyone, if anyone's got any doubt, look. Some people would have laughed at your one, and then there are the slow people no, no, who need the, me to spell it out the, for the them. The listeners actually missed you gesturing towards your crotch and looking at your crotch yeah, I know, for I your, know. your 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 labia. I did. I did that for. I didn't even have a labia. <laughs> But we were there with you, Theatre yeah. of the Mind. Now, we need to get to Hotella. Hotella? The Hotel mm-hmm. Music Festival. Oh, yes, the Hotella. So, 
we've talked about who's there, <laughs> yes. but who's not there? Roxy. Roxy, if there was a music festival in Roxy's town, she would have been all over that with Instagram and she wasn't there. Yeah. So I am concerned about her mental health. Mm. She's Last time I watched it, there was someone who was getting all up into the Instagram and she was kind of being written as the, you know, remember when the internet first started and there were oh, girls with three R's? Oh, that was Piper. No, you're thinking of Xanthi when she oh, um, got blacklisted by fashion designers that didn't want her wearing oh. <laughs> Clothes. Yeah, she's not going to be an influencer. She's going to be a doctor. She's gone to some expensive university the, in the, Queensland. The, the, the Ipswich Upstairs Medical College. Mm. Oh, the Ipswich Upstairs <laughs> And Piper got into the social media university, but she didn't oh, go. She deferred. She didn't go. Yeah, she deferred, but then didn't oh. go. She's but gone to go and live a, her own sad life in Adelaide with, with a, tiles. With a boy. Oh, no one from Navies goes to Adelaide unless... Tyler Brennan, who, oh. speaking of which, on... Buddy Watch on Patreon, CJ and I recapped mm-hmm. Tyler Brennan, Travis Burns's telemovie oh. in which there's a character who go, undergoes house arrest <gasps> and who's the detective in town? Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. No. Mm. She's got a whole series. She took over the whole network for like a month. That is fantastic. And in this week's Neighbours, who gets put under house arrest? Robert Millsy Mills. <gasps> does. They put a Fitbit on his ankle and he's done. <laughs> so this is after... The cop who is wearing a Lycra shirt for reasons that are not explained in any police handbook. He's, he's I mean, I think we know why. Oh, we know why, because <laughs> he was a model on Saddle of the Century. Yep. But- <laughs> or Temptation. He was on it very late, wasn't he? Um, we haven't even started the plot of the episode. We've just done a freaking line. There was a plot? <laughs> okay. Tuesday the 13th of August. Yep. We've already had the music festival kick off on the day before. The main stage... I don't know what there is apart from the main stage, apart from what the waterhole's been turned into a VIP lounge. Mm. And Harold's Cafe is, for some reason, not open for business on a really busy event. I mean, I went to a street festival recently that would have taken in 4% of the income that this would have, or, or, or expenditure as well. And all of the cafes were open and they all made a roaring trade. Oh, I have look, I don't I don't want to rain on your parade here, but I would suggest that Harold's Cafe was the artist's green room. Uh. <laughs> and all the money was being made by the weird wine tasting they were hoisting out the front. <laughs> Yeah. In plastic cups, in plastic by the way. Cups. Oh, they're on sale at Costco, those um, red cups. <laughs> they're not an Australian thing. Stop no. trying to make them a thing. Guys. Although now you can buy beer pong like sets with yeah. those cups in them. Or some of the extras that were drinking from those cups weren't 18. I want to point that yeah. out. No, I think that they were all just drinking lemonade. Uh, oh, yeah. okay, the, cool. the children of Nunawadding who had mm. turned up to the <laughs> Nunawadding Coachella. Oh. <laughs> Teller. It's like if the Sofitel or something put on a music festival. Lassiter's Berry. You guys, if, if you want to buy them, for 18 bucks you can get 240 of them oh, from Costco. Oh, the big red cup. Right. And Here they are, Kirkland brand. So I guess my point was there's a lot of holes in this yeah. story. Ned but would have gone down to Costco. To oh, yeah. This is a moment where we have to suspend belief and yeah. just say, okay, there's a music yeah. festival yeah. in Ramsey. The Street. hotel's it's putting it on. It's a place. Like mm. if you can organise a crime tour, you can organise yeah. a music festival. You make a point. Bachelor Tim... <laughs> He paid for it. Pierce paid he for did. it. You're right. He yeah, got hands and shit down. Wine that no one that, that girl spat out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they didn't like mix the lines with the tinkle lines. Tinkle is Pufferfish Rebecca's uh, bottled water brand <laughs> made, made, made from Pierce. Why no, is it worry. recycled? Or it's yes, it's recycled. Oh, recycled. <laughs> oh, I would drink that. Okay, good. Right. Well, that's it. Hey, well, no, best customer. Worry. Yeah, for sustainability. Okay, yeah, like we, so I we live have... in New South Wales. We are 100% in drought. It, yeah. uh, I'm going to have to drink it sooner or later. <laughs> it's good so, to get some recycled yeah. stuff. <laughs> we'll start with puffer fishes. <laughs> <laughs> direct, direct from the source. <laughs> it's been filtered. <laughs> his kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> That'll cut down on overhead. I'm going to start my own line and call it Clear Shower. <laughs> Formerly Golden. <laughs> no, 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 crystal Shower. Crystal Shower. <laughs> <laughs> this went to wrong really perfect. quickly, didn't it? <laughs> this is the whole app. Yes. No, this is it. 
We mentioned that Yashvi clobbered Susan over the head with uh, a guitar because she thinks that Alfie has broken into the house. And so Susan misses the living end oh, and she's in hospital. Devastated. I, I do want to say that was a Mate and Guitar, which is an Australian brand and they would never make a guitar that week that would no. break on a... A lady, hey. a, a lady's head. <laughs> Susan has a rock hard head. She must. <laughs> the she number must. of times she's been knocked unconscious <laughs> and she, locked in a cellar. That's true. It's worn. It's worn thicker yeah, over the years. Like a big guitar busting callus on the. Yeah. She's, she's the Terminator though. Like yeah, she's, I know. She just. <laughs> <laughs> but she, okay, guys. She put her arms up in a defensive measure. Yeah. And and. Somehow she's knocked unconscious she's through her arms. She is. She's just had some treatment yeah. though. MS treatment. Yeah. So maybe she's weakened. I do appreciate the serve Carl gave Bilzy, being Milzy. Oh, you are so awful. Yeah, we didn't mean for any of this to happen. Well, of course you didn't. But your actions caused it. The police need to know everything. No, if we involve the police, Alfie will say that Finn assaulted him and it'll be his no, word no, against no, Finn. No, not negotiable. Not negotiable? Like, you can't be letting criminals in. And I appreciated that delivery. From Carl. He is, is speaking some sense, but yeah. the, it's a new thing in that house. But the, mo- you... the most ridiculous thing about this situation is the first time that Weirdo came into their house and Millsy threatened him, should have just gone to the cops then and said, we've had a weirdo in our house. Yeah. 100%. And he's in the wrong and he might make up this bullshit story about me threatening him. And yeah, that's bullshit. And B could have made the complaint herself. But, you know, she's got 30 seconds to get to her concert. Destiny. It's not a concert, it's (laughs) It's destiny. It's destiny. Her destiny. Her overproduced, Um, uh, mimed destiny. That she developed by busking. (laughs) No formal training. No, none. No. She's living on the streets. She's living on the streets. She's a mechanic, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. Just like, just like Kylie before her. The marquee storyline. Gasme. Oh. Gary and Amy. Oh. (sighs) What is that storyline? Like, I've come in at the end of it, obviously. Thank God. It's been, I've been waiting for it to end the moment it began. I mean, I guess it's been going for years now. A year, at least. Yeah. Well, really? No, when did Kyle oh, leave? Sorry. Um, yeah, the son, Kyle, mm. was on Co- the show. Coyle. 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 Five years ago or whatever. Mm. And then he went to LA and came back. Amy is pumped because her favourite band, the 90s's Hanson. Which, which I've got to say is actually completely out of character. She would. When I was eighteen, I bought something called Beer Anthems. Yes. <laughs> Volume one and two. Yes. Amy would buy that. Yeah. Yeah. I had that when I had the Commodore, the one yeah. that Toadie took. I off assume it, it featured Akadaka Chisel. It did. It, it, all of the those angels. Yeah. However, Amy, I guess she's similar age to us. I don't know, but yeah. every teenage girl in the nineties, by law, had to like that handsome album. No. Handsome I, album. Not mid- me. Middle of the road. I mean, middle of nowhere. I, I did have friends go to the the Southland gig. But yeah, no, I was like, this is shit. I was a full grunger. So okay. no, no. I, yeah. <laughs> I was and I basic bitch and <laughs> I had that album and Amy. It was an album. Did you like um, Savage Garden too? Of course I did. Well, there we oh go. Let's see. We're, we're, of course. We're on opposite sides. No, I'm on yeah. their side for Savage Garden. They, they are. Excellent. The first time treasures. I heard Hanson was I went through a very brief phase where I had a tiny little bit of credibility in the 90s and I listened to Triple J and uh, it was first played on Triple J um, before Mbop and I loved it so much I was like what am I doing here this pop is my jam and uh, immediately went across the top 40 yeah (laughs) now this is going to be a sidebar a deep cut for the Hanson fans yes Amy said her favourite song was whatever the thing that the the Hanson wanted to play the album cut that they're trying to push while they're in the country Penny and Me no 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 I get why they didn't want to play it in Bob. They're freaking jack of it. Also, it, probably they may not own the rights to it. Oh. <laughs> like, because they're on, like, you know, they wouldn't yeah. be on the same record label no. they were on back when so, they were kids. Amy, I'm telling yeah. you what her favourite song was on the Middle of Nowhere album. Her favourite song would have been Yearbook because the first line is Dear Amy. Dear Amy, see you in September. Yeah, yeah that, you are right. It's that's her favorite song. Yeah, but that's from the uh, that's an album on a record company that they can't get the rights uh, to anymore. Well, no one else knows any other Hanson song. The other thing is, like, I think you'll find the reason everyone who performed at the Lassiter's concert sang a song that's brand new and current mm. is because they can write it off as a promo for the songs that they're selling. Whereas if anyone sang a hit, they would have to pay for it. 
Oh. Right. It's all promo. So Amazing. This, this Penny and Me song is from some sort of current album that they have? No. Okay. Oh, hang on. No, yeah, I just want to give you guys a, a random um, quiz. How many children do you reckon the three brothers have between them? Uh, 25. 12. Closest to it, 13 children. Yeah. 13. Yeah, have they got a YouTube they're, channel? They're full churchy. Are they Mormons? Yeah, they're, totally churchy. Yeah. they're not Mormons, but they're yeah. in that area. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. They're in church world. <laughs> so what we're trying to assume here that Amy bought the current album to the building site, not the um, Mbop album. Mm. What was that album called, back? That was Middle of Nowhere. That, yeah, of, that one. Nowhere. Right. No, that's completely you out see, of character and not real at all. Yeah. <laughs> years and years ago, like, 13 years ago, I went to a U2 concert and I was busting to go to the toilet and, and trying to, you know, like impress my new boyfriend and like... You didn't think to put it in a bottle and sell it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting there in agony into the... I couldn't even... Like everyone was up dancing and I was like, I can't even move. And then I heard Bono say that, that immortal line, here is one from our new album. And I was oh, like, fucking here we go. Right, here straight we go. away. And then I could actually stand up and dance after that point. Penny and Me was from 2004, oh. their third commercial album. Oh. So, at, okay, at least we've gone back a little bit. Well, she three. wasn't a teenager in 2004. No. Who listened to Hanson in t- 2004? When they're on the building site. Their children. Tell they you saw who, 12 albums. Tell you who yeah. would listen to it. The saddest bitch in Aaron's blood just wants to love and be loved in return. She's um sexually transmitted that saddest bitchedness over to Gazcan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. so now he's fighting it out with Ellie on who can be the saddest bitch. Yeah. I love no. this. Ali's oh. ring. No, no, Ali's fine. Because we gave Gazcan the one that's going to be gay next week. Oh my god! Can we just talk about the least convincing lesbians on the face of the earth? Please, sure. please. The, like I, I don't know if this is because I've been watching uh, the Tales of the City on Netflix, mm. and Ellen Page is doing some great lesbian slash bisexual work. She's right all over the spectrum and she's amazing and convincing. Whereas, you know, old mate, former home and away. And Kirk Pengilly's daughter. Is Kirk Pengilly. Like, she's at least looks vaguely interested in maybe having a pash or, you know, having a bit of a romp. Chloe's up for a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh man, no. Do you want to go out on a date with me? Are you asking me out on a date? I just don't know what to say. Just say what you feel. I have never seen anyone look so panicked and excited all at the same time. Which one? The the Jody. not, not Gordon. Yeah. Oh, Chloe. So Chloe was into Ellie and then mm. the night before Ellie's wedding when Detective Mechanic Sally Century went 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 bush. AWOL. Yes. Chloe's brother. Yes. She slept with his bride to be. Right. Caught the feels and now she's going to give it another go but she's got her brother's blessing. It's it's confronting. You're right. And it's fan service because they've yeah. been all over the... Hashtag Chelly. Hashtag Chelly. Oh. The, there's people internationally that don't even watch the show but they make gifts of them. Just yeah. like they're yeah. both very beautiful women. They are, but they have all of the chemistry of green yogurt. Like yogurt that's been there for about a month <laughs> and has just sort of grown together and become inedible. They had barely enough to make it through the first incarnation of the story arc. Oh, man. There's none left. Now it's just two models in a horse and cart because they're in a carriage or something for their first date. Oh. I don't know. The, they're episode, in a boat. I don't know. I the the, the episode wasn't working online, so I couldn't watch it. It's probably for the best. But, um, um, <laughs> yeah, there was a still, though. They're on a boat. Oh, on Lasseter's Lakes? It seemed like it. Now Is it's that Central a Park. euphemism? <laughs> You know, the little man in the boat? Oh, that's I no think good. they had... <laughs> I thought it was a horse and cart. <laughs> well, at least, at least right. it's not the 82. So that's, that's a bit. I think they did have chemistry when it wasn't resolved. Yeah, right at the yeah. start. Yeah. And then Before they, resolved, they slept together. Then they resolved it. You yeah. don't keep going after you resolve it. The fun yeah. bit is in the anticipation. Exactly. Yeah. Never resolve. Yeah. That's that's what Neighbours needs to just never do it. No. I just want flirtation. Remember when um, also, Chloe what? was crawling on Leo's desk? That was pretty sexy. Yeah. She needs to get back into that sort of action. I actually thought Amy and Ellie had more chemistry because they were always besties and handy woman. And they had a no man pact for a while. Oh, yeah, that seems seems more sexy. The handsy woman. Ellie's back from leave at, um, you know, with her mum, Pippa. Pippa from Home and Away is her mum. Oh. Yeah. First Pippa or second Pippa? Second Second Pippa. Second Second and the best. 
So she went so up Josh to stay Thomas's with her. So Josh Thomas's mum yeah. from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please yeah. like me. Yeah. That's exactly. She went up to stay with her mum in wherever she lives in Sydney, maybe at your place. Probably at my house. And yeah. um, she's come back enlightened. So she sat down with Amy and she's like, no, don't. Don't settle. Is yeah. she the one that said don't settle? Don't I think so. Settle. She was like, I was going to settle and then I slept with everyone and now I've got a baby in me. Like, yeah. she, she, that baby's not mm-hmm. Mark's. It's um, it's this dry piece of toast called Sean, who's Millsy's brother. I love a dry piece of toast. <laughs> I've been off carbs for a while. I get really yeah. excited at even the thought of it. Well, that's yeah. maybe that was Ellie. She dropped. <laughs> she was dropping the carbs for the wedding. Right. Well, that's yeah. That's why you'd hook and up with a dry piece Sean. of toast. <laughs> and she saw Sean, and she was done. But then you should have seen her in her morning after regret after oh. banging dry pieces of toast. She's sitting on a rock. In Port Phillip Bay, like oh. the Little Mermaid, looking for Eric. You know, this, but this is a thing that happened. Look, I don't, I'm not, I don't know many lesbians because we have nothing in common. But I, with my gay friends, the ones who I can smell on the way out of the closet, yeah. I'm like, oh, you are about to ripen. Or what happens is they start furiously dating women, and you go. Oh, here it comes. Got something to prove here. Yeah, I got something like, and they date women that you go, uh, that's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> this woman has no personality and her boobs aren't real. And you don't realize that neither of these women are into you because you're not into them. And then eventually they're like, no, oh, actually, I like Dick. And so what's your correlation with what they're doing on Neighbours? Well, you know, dry piece of toast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I'm gonna hook she's going she's gonna to prove how heterosexual she is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook up with mm. the hot policeman who has the personality of balsa wood. Mm. <laughs> dry piece of toast and all right, bring and on the she, flange. I'm up she, for it. She's, <laughs> she was the original member of Ned Street too, wasn't she? She was oh. the first... Ned Street's yeah, yeah. really derelict at the moment. See, this is it. This is what happens. Finally, so Amy, who used to go out with Coyle and then swapped for his father, got engaged to his father, oh. found out Coyle was still in love with her, so she fell back in love with him. Mm. Finally, how has it resolved itself? Well, it seems like she took some ecstasy at the festival because she suddenly got all of the feelings. What? <laughs> um, so at the festival, she gets really upset with Coyle. Because she realises that he lied to her. He said he loved her, but he lied. Because he loved her so much, he wanted her to be happy. So she bolts across the scene, she's crying. Gaz has just got them kebabs. <laughs> that's <And> right. <laughs> which I'm, I I think that's all right. I, oh, yeah. I'd always be down with someone like offering I me mean, a kebab. Oh, look, True love kebab. I mean, it's hard to pick. No, you know what the, the thing that f- for me was when she's gone, you know, Hanson's my favourite band. He's gone, that's great. But what about these guys yeah, that nah, I think that was... you should come at? I'm like, you've just painted a door like the coyote mm. and you're going to have to run through it and... into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, is a three-piece, I've booked us an, an appointment with this three-piece band for the wedding. Don't they want to watch Hanson? Yeah. Yes. Like everyone wants everyone to see Hanson. Everyone wants to watch Hanson. I'm like against watching Hanson in the 90s but would still go. Oh, yeah. for Mbop. Yeah. I'd uh, go and, and then I'd be like, oh, I've. Seen it, yeah, gone. Yeah. Also, the that. ugly old one, I think, is now the hot one. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah they did point. like a swapsy. <laughs> he was a little bit ram-like back in the days. So yeah, sheepish. I know. He, looked, yeah, he, he had a Chad Kroger thing going on, yeah, but yeah. now he's quite hot. He just he, he grew into his body. He grew yes. into his body. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Amy's very upset. She doesn't want the kebab. Like, she's gluten-free now. Unlike the other girls, they're <laughs> right into the kebab. <laughs> <laughs> they go on with extra sauce. <laughs> So Gaz realises what's going on. He realises that Coyle, who's his son and he should love more than anyone, mm. is in love with Amy. So he decides to put on his, you know, knight's outfit and stand aside. But meanwhile, what's Coyle done? Coyle has organised a intimate concert. Apparently, all it takes is Coyle to do this. No, no, no Therese was in on it too. Yeah. And sorry, oh, excuse me. And of course, Therese could do this. Because Therese feels just all this guilt on her shoulders about what's happened to Gaz. No, you know what's done this? Cold Hard Cash has done this. Ah, uh, anyway, yes. You know, at that night, at the 90s night, I didn't know. Had someone told me I would have done this, but I could have booked a meet and greet with Jenny from Ace of Base for like oh, 200 really? bucks. Is no. that all? Yeah, nothing. Oh nothing. my I didn't God, know. she is a cheap Maybe if you just brought her a kebab. <laughs> Yeah, but you could have put her in <laughs> Maybe like five hundred a thou. They would have played half a song in Harold's for Amy. Your favourite one well, from the no two thousand and four album. Yeah, well, I would have liked a bit of um. I will come to you. Oh, 
That's it's, sexual. It's when, when the night is dark and stormy. It's good one. Buddy, bop or die, mate. Yeah, no, but pretty they much. They play that on the main stage. I, they can play well, it three, we didn't five see it. times. <laughs> Do it slow version. If you play it on the main stage and it's not broadcast on the television, did it really happen? <laughs> And in Harold's, they could do like an acoustic mbop as well. Yes. Just get a bit of. Oh, speaking of acoustic, the um, <laughs> the person who I don't think any of us knew existed until today, Jess Glynn. Can I just point out, she is a musician who's in it for all of, what, 30 seconds to, pro- to plug a new record back in the UK when these episodes get sent back. <laughs> They're right they're, on the day. Oh, they're right on the day. Right, oh. Basically live. A few hours apart. So, so someone was saying that she's had the most number one sing- singles of any woman aside from Kylie in the UK. No, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise Hang me. Hang on, by the way, I've re- finally remembered one of the songs. You know that, there's no place I'd rather be. Oh, they use it in promos. Yeah, yeah that yeah. horrendous. So her acting, like can she be a regular character? I'm interested in her journey. I'm, I'm here <laughs> for her, her, like her cheap facelift and, on Ponytail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And her friendship with B, yes. Like, she's like let's go out, taking her under her wing. Yeah, she's going to be a mentor. I know. Yeah. Just I like would women supporting women. I, I know, but she just got line. taken by that man manager. Oh. So Gary, he realizes what's going on, mm. particularly because of the Hanson concert, and he says, "Amy, I don't want you to be unhappy." And it's mainly centered around the fact that Gaz doesn't want to have kids, and Amy wants to have more kids. Which so he's like. Move. I'm just going to move aside, and then you can go to the oh, younger version of me. He just doesn't want to have kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he doesn't I, even want the ones he's had. I thought, like the way, like he was so upset. I thought maybe he'd had an irreversible vasectomy, <laughs> or maybe got it caught in the spokes of his bicycle at some point and couldn't reproduce ever again. No, they're hinging it all on this. I don't want a baby. I want a baby, which is a random plot point that came up like last week. Because she's rather, got like a fifteen-year-old yeah. as well. Rather than oh man, rather than structuring it around the fact that Gary is heinous and Kyle is slightly less heinous. <laughs> but it's like when when they do shots of them talking to each other, I'm like, God, they look the same. But it's like Dorian Gray and his oh. picture. Yeah, it's like. That is a good literary reference. <laughs> I actually used it this week to veer about someone on the block. So, yeah. so I'm recycling my old gear on that one. The thing is, though, is that Gary is a man from Frankston with a lot of cl- mm. criminal records. When oh. have men from Frankston stopped and said, I just don't want any more children? Well, it, point. It, it's not like he invested any time no. parenting his previous no, children. He, It'd be like, oh, that parenting is piss easy. The three best words uttered by Gaz can possibly ever. Mm. He says to Amy, you chose wrong. You're in love with Kyle and you're trying to force yourself not to be. No, no, I want to be with you. I chose you. You chose wrong. That's not your decision. So my heart just fell into pieces and I was so happy with these scenes. So Amy hears those words and she walks into... A Hanson concert. A Hanson <laughs> crying. A Hanson rehearsal, it looked like. No, it wasn't even. Like no, you wasn't said, even on them. I, it was probably their Bible study before the concert. <laughs> Do you know my favourite line? <laughs> she goes, I just found out that Kyle loves me. And it's not, it's not because I'm in love with him, it's because he lied to me. <laughs> Oh, it's because I'm in love with you. <laughs> oh, Amy. But can I have that kebab? Well, you've got. <laughs> oh, Just, you've got you the garlic sauce. Can you the onion? You know what I don't like the onion. <laughs> no, Gazcan wouldn't know she didn't like the onion. No. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. No, but that's Kyle like, would have. Yeah. She would. That's why the, he would have got mm, onion yeah. in it. Also, at this point, she's already broken up with Gary. Also, I'm incensed that she. Did not come to her senses and end it. Gary had to break up with her. Come on, SBIE. She's a nice girl. No, you know what? You She's have to play the sting again. Right <laughs> play again. Fire it up. The saddest bitch. She, they broke up. So hence the wedding band meeting is now not on. No. She could have made the Hanson set at 8 o'clock. I know. I but now she's, she's going- getting her own. Yeah, she's gone there afterwards so she can pass on in the crowd to Hanson. After they were like, oh, we, we better be discreet. We better not, you know, parade our new love around. I mean, Gary's going to have to be the best man at the wedding. <laughs> Do you know that? <laughs> I did, you know what I did like? That they brought up, Toadie brought up the, how Coyle is um, Nellie's godfather. I knew yeah. you'd love that. That was a I knew. nice throwback. I love <laughs> it. I love it when they, they like just yeah. tuck those details in. That's and sweet. did you enjoy that he buys um, the next son a present too? You yeah, go get something nice. too. Yeah. Later in the week, when the episodes started to be available online on Template, I saw that Amy wants to keep living at the Canning House with yeah 
with her ex-boyfriend slash future father-in-law. I mean, that means she's gay, right? If she's going to do something like that. Like, that's lesbian, right? Yeah, that's Just totally living lesbian. with the ex forever? Yeah. You know, what a lesbian's take on the second date. U-Haul. Yeah. Furniture. <laughs> um, the, there's a penthouse. It's completely empty right now. Yeah, and it's like her birthright, that penthouse. Yeah. But, the, yeah, she's going to keep living there and it's just going to be weird. But that's just like a neighbours have to make tension continually. But is one of them leaving? I don't know. What? I, can't I thought up. I'd heard a rumour about Gascon I thought so too. But I'm, I'd be disappointed if he left now because I do love how he's just gone the full Bogue or as yeah. KB said last week, the full Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Hasselhoff. And actually we have over when we watch The Block, Kate, um, a trademark uh, label we give to someone each week. It's the... Uh, the Sad Bastard of the Week. Yeah. Sad Bastard so of the Week. It's, it's the, the McCafe yeah. Sad Bastard of the Week because McCafe <laughs> gives them a voucher <laughs> of a couple hundred bucks. To the worst room. Yeah, because they're, they're like clearly going through some issues this week. I McCafe Sad Bastard every week. <laughs> yeah. Branding. Every week the the foreman comes comes around with... And he goes, well, you guys have made a few fuck-ups this week, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't got a Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. that's Gary. Do, 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 do. do we need to add this to our citizen or citizen? Just the Sad Bastard of the Week? I think we do. We'll, and we'll sponsor it each week with a different product. Um, and I think at the end of the day, this post was that you're not sexist with the saddest bitch. Oh, no, you're, no, no, you're just yeah. happy no, for anyone. Here's the thing. I think saddest bitch is a gender, gender neutral term, as yes. we've just discovered yes. with Gazcan. Mm. So maybe we just check in and make sure at the end with citizen citizen, we check in with SBIE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Maybe that's the solution because I, I never could decide who was the saddest mm. bitch. Was it Amy? Was it Ellie? And this was back when nobody was sexually mm. interested in either of them. And now they're just fighting off suitors with like bloody clubs. But yeah, now maybe it's just every week we decide who yeah. was the saddest. Yeah. I th- I'm, I'm like a well, citizen, citizen, saddest. Yeah. Beep, beep. All right. Think... Well, this week, sorry, I'm, I'm just preemptively saying it's got to be Gazcan. Yeah. He's the saddest bitch. Yeah. Great. I've got a prediction. Oh, what? Go, CJ. Ali and Toadie. No. What? No. Tony is yeah. recently bereaved. Yeah, but he's already been no, Mac- next Mac- year. Mac- with Blues already. Next year when she's got the baby. <gasps> yep. Brady Bunch family. I don't like this. I don't do not like this at all. They were sitting next to each other at some point and I'm like, yep. I wouldn't mind a sneaky disco patch with them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I much yeah, prefer. Yeah, yeah. She, I want D. I want D back. No, she's nah. not coming back. She she's, lives in Byron now. She's already planting the next season's Funny. marijuana crops. Madeline West was working at the, volunteering at the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre this week. She, oh, she's yes. obviously like living half her life in Melbourne. But is Erinsborough living enough of their budget to hire her back? But I think playing yeah. for keeps is shot here. Oh, can I just say with B's gig, I've been to a B Nilsson gig. You have, it was, and it, there's about as many people at it, right? Yep, because it was a promotional event for the Logies. It was a pre-Logies event and um, it was all the, you know, nominees and guests were there and B did a couple of her hits, but, um, you know, it wasn't a very well-populated event because it was a Friday at four o'clock and the crowd noises at her Erinsborough gig was like, sound effect crowd noises yes and they repeated the same one twice mm. yes back to back because she was miming yeah no but no because everyone else was playing live oh. and so they could use the people that were there to make the crowd noises but she was miming to her hyper produced song of which not a single note that she sung is involved anymore and they had to yeah. put some taped crowd noises yeah. off yeah. the top but they could have put a different one not the same one back to back no, I think someone hates her. <laughs> but that song, banger, banger. It is but a very also, good song. like, we know she has a great voice, yeah, right? She's stunning she songs. Yeah. She, she won Australia's Got Talent when yeah. she was twelve. So Which she's is... got talent. And By she... the way, here's a here's a fun. Like, Vaya loves it when I do a little quick name drop. Uh... <laughs> this is, audition, I'm ready to catch it. I had an audition to be the nasty judge on the very first season of Australia's Got Talent. I made a 60-year-old woman who was dressed as a mime cry. Um, That's nasty. Did it it like streak down her face? She had to draw it on, but yeah. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, pretending to be talking to Danny beside me. Are you allowed to say what you recently were asked to be on? Hang on. Who who was the nasty judge in the end? Oh, it was uh, Red Simons. And uh, I was told the biggest sticking point was the fact that I was already signed to a show that was on at exactly the same time on another channel. Uh, overexposed. Celebrity Dog School. <laughs> Serious, not a joke answer. Were you, were you the villain on Celebrity Dog School as well? No, that was... It was a contestant. Robert Tibia Domenico. 
Um, Adam, are you allowed to say what you recently were asked to be on? I was just asked if I wanted to put myself forward for it and I just went, no. Are you allowed to say what? No. Okay, never mind then. Because that show is wrapped up in so much secrecy. No one knows who's under those masks. Okay. (laughs) Hang on. We we may have um, witnessed some of those uh, figures at the Logies. Oh, did you see the big pearl? Yes, we did. We did. And it got, uh, how they got it from Ballina to the red carpet was amazing. I think I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah. Look, I watched a bit of the American oh, one and I was great. like, hang on, it's pretty good. It's a really good show. I only want to watch it for Lindsay. Oh, I think she'll be the worst part of it. A mm. couple of stray thoughts. Mm-hmm. Just going to drop these in here. Gary threw his engagement ring in the bin. What is wrong with the cannings and recycling? I can't oh. even deal with them. And I uh, tweeted that. Tell me, though. Tell me <laughs> that he's not familiar with cash converters. <laughs> you know, actually, in my head, he's Cannon. He's been there so many times. In my head, Cannon, he was going to sneak back down an hour after he did his mm. tanty, fish it back out and then yeah, take it down the pawn shop. Yeah. But I can't imagine it costs that much to begin with. Yeah. Nah, it's probably, probably got it. He probably bought he it needs a cash to take, <laughs> He needs to take it to the metal place. You know at the supermarket in the middle of the aisle? Oh, where yeah. oh cash for gold. Yeah, cash yeah. for gold, if it's gold. But he needs to take it there and recycle the metal. I can't yeah. even believe it. This is why Sheila has to do the bins. Because he's, he's got no idea. He put that in the normal landfill, I think. Yeah, he's yeah. probably still paying it off at Bevels. Oh, he probably is. Twenty-four wow. months. He's Sample. got another. He's got another sixteen months now. <laughs> Vaya, last week, last week we discussed the restaurant tram, and I comprehensively shitbagged it. And it turns out it actually closed down in October it's, last year. I know. Did they kill someone? Because I went to know. That's I went, usually I went, why you close down a restaurant. <laughs> if you go to the homepage, it's still active. So they've still got the domain paid out. Oh, but no, the, it the says it, it's off its tracks amid safety concerns. Oh, because the tram's falling apart. Or because all the so. food is microwave. I, I think <laughs> it's... Where are you going to put a kitchen on a tram? Now, in the last episode... KB, my partner, likened mm. us to Clive and Sheila in terms of our relationship comparison. Oh, beautiful. oh no. Kate, what's happened this week? Yeah, Schlive, no longer. Yeah, they broke up. Because she kept lying to him. Okay. What's KB saying? <laughs> this this scenario, right? So Paul is absolutely wrapped that Gazcan has broken it off with Amy. And hey, so, he's dancing on the rooftops. He, yeah. he's, Who can blame him? He's gone and grabbed a couple of flutes of champagne (laughs) (laughs) and he's come up to Sheila and he's like, here, have a drink because your deadbeat, dead shit son has actually got it into a good idea in his head and he's dumped Amy and this is a good day. Sheila, provoked beyond any reasonable woman, would do, chucked the champagne in his face. Mm. At that very point, Clive walks into Lasseter's and is like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you chucking champagne in my friend's face? But that's not what the clincher was. The clincher was that... While Ga- they were making up back at the house, Gary walked in and he's still dark on his mum and threw her in it with Clive and just said, oh, oh you know, she hid the evidence. She hid my crowbar. And- what a shit heap. Excuse me. What a wonderful mother yeah. that she went to conceal yes. the evidence of the crime she thought he committed. Yes, I think that's lovely. That, that he probably would have committed. I give love, her a few more beers. I love the fact that. You know, hanging around Lasseter's is Erinsborough's very own Judy Moran. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. She's got, that, she's got that platinum hair too. I Ironically, there was a time when Colette Mann was filling in for <laughs> Carolyn Gilmer. Yeah. Who yeah. used to play, who played Judy Moran <gasps> in Underbelly. <gasps> it all comes what a link. full circle. Oh my God. Well, this is a good point where we need to award... Citizen or citizen of the week. We've already squared away our uh, dog s- shun of the week. Saddest bitch in error. The Bachelor um, <laughs> put forward a beautiful new term this week. <laughs> As the Bachelor himself called it, a dog see you next Tuesday. <laughs> So think of my citizen as that. <laughs> so I'm going to go with citizen. I'm going to give it to Gascan. No. Yep, sure. Because no, yep, sure. <laughs> he stood aside and created me to have crying. <laughs> and that's all I need at 6.30. I'm going to go citizen Amy. Just have some agency. Mm. Take control of your feelings, your life, your relationships. Stop talking to strangers' babies when they're clearly not making eye contact with you. (laughs) (laughs) She was not interested. She was angling her baby away from Amy. And Hanson is performing a private concert for you. Get up front. Sing along. Be weird and sad. Be present. Yeah. yeah, lean into it. All right. She doesn't. This is this is like shooting fish in a barrel here. <laughs> she doesn't to coil. 
for talking through the one Hanson uh, song. What Mate, is going you on? are terrible. People pointed out as well online that he'd gone and got his hair cut in between mm. organising Hanson and then showing up for Hanson. Well, Very organised. If you're trying to make yourself look better than your dad, then yeah, that's step one there. Yeah. Adam, do you have a citizen or a citizen? Can I have one of each? 100%. Okay. Yes. Uh, citizen of the week has to be the entire Hanson family who were adorable. I know they don't live there normally, but I consider them to be honorary. Mm. How, how great, uh, gracious of them to continue Very playing. gracious and just playing in the cafe. And they were the most natural of any person doing capital A acting on the show. <laughs> episodes that I watched. Even having to say their own names. I know. They were just adorable. Uh, Shitizen. Now, I'm also, because if I'm going to give it the Citizen to Hanson, I do have to keep it within the live at Lassiter's <laughs> live stream. <laughs> the girl in the denim jacket Del- who, was, who was moaning a ballad and looking entirely like she had gone to the shop to buy some fish and chips and had been asked if she could possibly pop up and have a song. We'd better find out who it is. All right, I'm Googling Dallas Frusca Neighbours right now. And I'll look up the other one. We got to the bottom of it by Googling every single act from Live at Lassiter's. <laughs> who is it? A cavalcade. Yeah. It's a, a two-piece, I think It's they a two-piece. Well, you know, and honestly, she's standing there. Like, even the photo she's got online, she's wearing that Stupid denim jacket. Acid wash. Acid wash. High waist pants, like Harry High Pants from 1992. You know who she looks like? Rebecca Black, Friday, Friday. Oh, she does, mm. actually. She came good, though, I think. She did. Anyway. She well, realised she was terrible. It's all, So <laughs> I guess it's a, it's a citizen for wardrobe as well who would have had to sign off on that outfit choice. Maybe not, though, like no. with all these musical acts. Do you yeah, think the they would have had control? They would have said bring two or three choices. Oh, right. Probably. Well, maybe, maybe this is the best one. Yeah. Mm. But it's a bad choice. And you're not going to the shops for fish and chips, love. You're singing a song at a concert. Speaking of songs. She was yes. singing a sad song oh, during the breakup. Yeah, and a sad song. If you're going to sing a... If you, look, you know what you wear for a ballad? Fabrics. Draping S- fabrics. Spaghetti strap dress. <laughs> I must say, though, it was a very... This is, this con- is a, a lesson you've learnt from Mariah. Yeah. And then a hero comes along. That's spaghetti straps. It was a very convenient sad song. Speaking of songs, Time. I've made a playlist on Spotify of songs inspired by Neighbours. It's called Songs of Neighbours. <laughs> Just very creative. Look up my <laughs> easel. You thought hours about that. Has it, has it got Electric Avenue on it? I'm gonna walk. Yes, on to it does. Electric it Avenue. It does. It's got horses. Mm. Daryl Braithwaite. It's got um, Torn, Hot Stuff by Donna Summer. Oh, our Hot Messing. That's the best song ever. Ma Baker, Boney M. Oh, all of them. Ma uh, Baker. It's just look up. What a journey that song is. Because <laughs> 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 a lot of plot. It's a lot of plot from that song. It's a lot more plot than we're used to. (laughs) Boney M though, mate, you could learn a lot from them. Oh, my God. Ra, ra, Rasputin. (laughs) Have you ever watched the Mar Baker made-for-TV movie? Oh, you are in for a treat. Do we need to buddy watch that for Patreon? Okay. Anyway, Vasey is my Spotify um, name. You can follow along with my Spotify playlist. That's what my husband calls you. It's because everyone... I call you Vasey. Yeah, everyone who knew me when I was 18 calls me that. Oh, okay. Um, When you were wearing that school dress. Yeah, mm. throwback <laughs> to a week ago, last episode of the podcast. <laughs> this is the greatest night of my life. This was so funny. I needed this. This is like laughter therapy. Thank can, you. Can everybody. we have Adam back on every time he comes to Melbourne? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! And every time we need to go to Wrong Town. Yeah. Yeah. Ve- Vea said to me this week she was worried about burning a bridge, and I said, "Oh, I'll come and do your podcast. I will burn the bridge that you're standing on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam Richard. That's how you. That's who you are online everywhere. Yeah, Adam Richard. Fabulous Adam Richard on Facebook. Yes, yes, fabulous. I read some of your blog today in preparation. And oh, my fat blog. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing enough exercise to be an influencer. I am very. You did busy. a marathon. I'm doing a marathon. Doing, yeah. Well, so I'm, I mean, I'm <laughs> doing a half marathon, and money goes to the Smith family. And oh, if you Fantastic. hate seeing people sweat, then uh, don't look at me, but please give me money. So we'll we'll link that <laughs> on all the places. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, can I just have a quick, yeah. um, some listeners and council members reached out to wish me well when I was in hospital. Thank you very much. Oh, bless. I love the listeners so much. Now that you don't have a gallbladder, mm. we're going to have to find someone else to piss in the bottle because yours isn't getting filtered properly. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were they doing with your bedpans? <laughs> Puffy's there. Puffy's there with a the bedpan. <laughs> down at Erinsborough <laughs> Hospital. 
That's, that's where he's getting oh, his yeah. from the source. If you want to join the Neighbours Council, it's there's on less, Facebook. There's on less Facebook. urine chat in there. It's on Facebook. And we, we tweet Neighbours Pod on Twitter. We're on Patreon. And I hashtag on Instagram a lot. Extra bonus videos go up on Patreon and we'll – I'm going to actually – Kate, I want to watch a British soap with you. <gasps> and I'll, good. I've Can got I a, join in? Yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. What are we oh, watching? You, I don't know. I'm going to put a poll up on Patreon. I don't know. But there's, what, there's Emmerdale, Coronation Street? The big four. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lobby for two. Mm. Uh, I love Coronation Street. It's my favourite and currently Maureen Lipman is starring in it. Also, I have no idea who that is. Adrian Edmondson oh, yes, of yeah. The Young Ones, yes, yes. The husband of Jennifer Saunders, is yeah. currently in EastEnders. Okay. Playing a cancer patient with the blackest sense of humour you've ever seen. <laughs> that's not good. I, I basically want the most bogan, ridiculous one to watch as well. Oh, Hollyoaks then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hollyoaks seems most up my alley. Also, isn't the one with the young adults in it? There are young adults in Hollyoaks and also it is so heinously implausible that they are that nude that often in the north of England. <laughs> well, oh, much, much like Erinsborough. Yeah. Oh, that sounds right up my street. Oh, and don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We are neighbourspod.com, CJ. CJ, the hot mess mum on Instagram and the internet. Kate. I'm at Remude on Twitter. Follow Adam Richards, chuck some money at no, his... Yes. I didn't say. I oh. flowed into the word chuck. <laughs> it's Adam Richard. <laughs> We'll give him money because we're very generous for his and Smith family running. Yeah, it's ma- it's mainly look. I'm going to be hideously serious very quickly. I grew up in abject poverty, and my education was the thing that got me out of that hole. Mm. And the Smith family do a lot for kids who have his parents have no money and help them out at school. So Beautiful. I think it's important. Thanks everybody, and we really appreciate you listening and sharing this podcast around. Thank you. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah.